0: My Conscious Co-Creators, welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today and I really want to give a shout out of thanks to all of my loyal listeners, whether you're tuning in on talkradio.nyc or through the Facebook live stream. Um, you know, the fact that you guys keep coming back week after week or, or listening to the download or listening on iHeartRadio or iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play, or I don't remember if Spotify approved me yet or not, but I'll be on Spotify if I'm not there yet. Um, so there's lots and lots of ways to find the conscious consultant hour now and, um, you know, without you guys keep coming back and coming back week after week um, and, and all the positive feedback that you've given me, you know, it, it makes it tough without that. So I really appreciate all of you and I really want to give a big shout out of thanks to everybody who tunes in. And already on the Facebook Live, we've got Noreen, fellow Talk uh, talkradio.nyc host Noreen, who does her show on Tuesday nights. Definitely worth checking her show out at 9 p.m. Okay. So, of course, we start off our day with the quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. Whatever you have to say, say it with love. Love you, the universe. (laughs) Well, the universe is giving us a really short quote this week. Usually it gives us a little more to work with, but... um, Yeah, whatever you have to say, say it with love. And this is a really a good, good quote because, and this is something I've said to people for years and years and years, oftentimes it's not what we say, it's how we say it. It's that inflection. It's that tone of voice. It's the attitude. It's the energy behind the words that we use that make all the difference in the world. You know, somebody can can say, I hate you, but they say it with a smile on their face and love in their heart. And, you know, they're just teasing you Um, or somebody can say, hey, good job. But if they say it in a sarcastic way, in a kind of a mean way, then, you know, they don't really mean it. It can really hurt a lot. So as much as the actual words that we use are so important, What's equally important is um, how we, uh, the tone and the inflection that we use with our words. So I really want you to think about this as you go through the week of, you know, what kind of attitude, what kind of tone, what kind of energy are you putting behind your words? And those of you who are my loyal fans know that the most powerful energy you can put behind anything is love right and and you know that they they've done all kinds of measurements all kinds of experiments i mean dr Emoto uh, with his experiments with water where where he would have people like like saying words to the water and then flash freezing it and looking at the crystals, the crystalline structure of the water. When you, they said very positive, very uplifting words to the water were beautiful, intricate snowflake like patterns. And if they were just shouting like angry, mean uh, obscenities at the water, and then they flash froze it and looked at the crystals, they were broken and disformed and you, you know, really, uh, you know, ugly kind of, uh, uh, formations, you know, that really shows that, that, that the words we use and more importantly, the energy behind the words that we use is so, so important. So let's see. Let's do an experiment this week. Let's just try watching what kind of energy you're putting into your words this week and see how different or how much the same kind of reaction you get from the people you normally interact with. OK, let's just play a little game. Let's just see what happens over this coming week as we pay attention to our energy and, um, you know, um, and, 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 you know, flip it up. Be playful sometimes. Be, you know, uh, 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 joyful, exuberant other times and, and just, you know, see the difference and notice. OK, awesome. So great quote from the universe. Let's see what Abraham is, has in store for us today. When you're vibrating purely, you get only what's a match to that. It's your ambivalence, quote, I like that, but I don't like that. I like that, but I don't like that, unquote. That That keeps what you like and what you don't like coming at you all the time. You don't have to, quote, turn the other cheek, unquote, when you are in vibrational harmony only with that what you want only with what you want, then only what you want comes, Abraham. Okay, so Abraham is getting back to sort of the energetic nature of our vibration, or I'm going to use the word attention instead of vibration because our attention and what we're putting our attention and our focus on dictates our, quote-unquote, vibration. So the more we look at different things, And we say, like our bank account, and we say, I don't like my bank account today. Um, And then we look at something else and like, ooh, that cupcake in the window looks really good. And we look at something else. Oh, that person looks nice. this I don't like, that I like, this I don't like, that I like, this I don't like. The more you hold in your attention, your focus, your vibration, those things that you don't like, the more you draw them to you. Now, you see, here's the thing about Law of Attraction that Abraham talks about all the time. It doesn't matter whether you're giving your attention or your focus on the things you like, the things you don't like, that, you know, this is okay, that's not okay, whatever it is. Whatever you're putting your attention and focus on or lining up your vibration with, that is what you're bringing into your life. Doesn't happen instantaneously but it's a pattern. It's over time. So think about where are you putting your focus? Where are you giving your attention? What kinds of things in your life are drawing you to them? Now, look, I understand when you're in a difficult time, it's not easy to change your focus away from it, right? You know, when you you have the debt collectors coming after you because you owe them money, it's hard not to focus on the fact that you don't have enough money to pay them. I get it. But there are, and we've talked about them over time, there are a lot of different kinds of exercises you can do to help to shift the energy around it. And what Abraham constantly reminds us, and what I try and do when I talk about these quotes on my show, is to remind you that, hey, it's okay if you're upset, if you're angry, if whatever's going on, but let's just try leaning in the direction that you want to go. You know, you're upset, but it's a beautiful day outside. Focus on how it's a beautiful day outside you know, take a walk in the park, find those things that feel like relief, that feel like expansion to you. It doesn't have to be a big leap up, okay? I mean, yes, you know, there are ways of doing it, but I'm a big believer in not shutting down how we feel. Our feelings are important. They're our guidance system. They give us so much information and I don't believe we have good emotions and bad emotions. Our emotions are just an indicator of how in alignment we are or aren't, or the energy we're feeling or not feeling. And sometimes it's really important to just sit with an uncomfortable emotion. Okay. However, you know, we're, we're talking kind of about manifestation and what do we want to bring into our life? All right. It's fine. We sit there, we process but over time we look for what are the little things to move us in the direction we want to go right we we don't want to sit there we don't want to stay there forever i mean yes maybe we want to be in it and explore it a little bit because maybe you are you know a very happy go lucky and you're naturally just very joyful all the time and then the like one week out of the year that you're upset or angry or depressed you decide you know what I'm rarely in this state, so let me, like, get in there and really feel what it's like to be this way so I can appreciate being happy and joyful all that much more when I come out of it. Fine. Great. Dig into it. Find out what kind of information is there for you. And eventually, once you've had enough of that, once you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, as they say, I. We start leaning into relief. We lean into feeling better. We lean into, you know, a more joyful, happy, uplifted state. So again, it it's keeping in mind that it's not um sort of telling the universe, don't bring me this, don't bring me that. The the universe does not hear the word no or don't. The universe, it kind of reads your energy in pictures. So like if there's someone at work and he, let's say he's a bully. And so you're like, I don't like bullies. I don't want bullies in my life. And that's all you keep saying. The the universe just keeps hearing bully, 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 bully. And know what happens? More bullies show up or the bully that is in your life stays being a bully. And if we shift that around and we focus on, okay, what do we want? I love the the coworkers I have that treat me well and uplift me. I love having a positive environment around me. And we focus on that. And remember our first quote: whatever we say, we say we love with love, because look, you're never going to change another person. You, you know, doing these kinds of exercises. I want to be really clear: it's not about, you know, oh, if I do this thing, other people are going to change. No, it's about us changing ourselves. But the thing that's so interesting and so fascinating is that when we change ourselves, the people around us respond differently to us. We're not changing them, but they just start responding differently. I'm sure you've seen it. Like If, if you're uh, always uh, uh, you know, uh, treating somebody negatively or, or harshly or whatever and they respond harshly to you and then one day you just stop and, and you start being a little kinder a little sweeter to them suddenly they don't know what to, at first they don't know what to do with that and then they start responding in kind it's not that you've changed them they're just naturally going to respond to the energy that you're giving off so again if we're cognizant about where our focus is where our energy is then we can start to affect Affect the reality around us, not by changing other people, but by us showing up differently. And that's what it's all about. When we show up differently, then other people respond differently to us. So two great, wonderful quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham today um, and very much, I think uh, when I bring on my guest next segment, uh, I think he'll he'll very much agree with them. Um, I see already uh, uh, some of my uh, folks on the Facebook Live. Camille, great to hear from you. Camille says very true. Lisa, hello, thank you for joining us. Uh, quick shout out to oh my God, lots of people here. Uh, uh, Nicole Tafuk, uh, Dell, uh, good to see you, brother. Uh, Who's that? Oh, Nick Garthia. Oh, good to see you, Nick. Long time. Gary. uh, Lisa, of course. Mark. Oh, so many people. Thank you so much. Just a quick reminder to Facebook Live as we're going through this entire show. If you have any questions or comments, please just type them in the comment section. I promise you I will respond and ask them of my guests who I will bring on after this break. So please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity and we will be right back after these messages
1: you're listening to the talking alternative network
2: Did you know you've been playing poker your whole life, even if you've never played a hand of cards? Hi, I'm Ellen Lakend, author of Poker Woman and host of the new show, Poker Divas. On the show, I talk about how poker strategy helps you win in business, life, and love. Tune in live every Thursday, 1
1: p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show.
0: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern time to 1 p.m. Thank you all for tuning in. And now it is my pleasure to welcome my guest on the line, Dick Larson, who is a counselor with a background in education who addresses the issues of the ageless wisdom teachings, meditation, and practical spirituality in everyday life. He's been a guest on radio talk shows nationwide, co-hosted, a radio program himself, and produced and hosted a series of public access television shows that currently air around the nation. In these difficult times, he sees great hope in this new cosmic cycle of life on planet Earth and tries to help others see the same. Larson entertains and inspires as he shares his strong convictions about the future, that we are now in a very special time of world change, one that offers tremendous opportunities for personal growth and positive transformation in our world and in every aspect of our lives, and welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Dick.
3: Thank you. Hi, Sam. Hi. I can barely hear you. So let's let's see if we can do this.
0: Okay. Can sure. You hear me okay. Uh, you, we can hear you great. You're loud and clear. Good. All right. Wonderful. So, uh, Dick, I'm I'm curious. You you you're kind of uh, I guess you would say a spiritual teacher of sorts.
3: Well, no. <laughs> no.
0: How would you describe I, it?
3: I have I have done that, but that's not my primary thing in life. I've I've been a counselor, okay. um, for adults, and um, I was in business for over thirty years before that. But what I'm doing now, I'm I'm now retired, and what I'm doing is I'm, for the last twenty five years, I've been helping uh, Benjamin Krem, who's a man who lived in London. He passed away just a few years ago mm-hmm. in his nineties. Uh-huh. Um, who, who traveled the world for about 40 years, talking about the ageless wisdom teachings and about the world teacher who is um, about due to come forward to humanity, uh, the teacher for the age of Aquarius. Jesus was the teacher for the age of Pisces, right. and now we're That's moving true. into a whole new cosmic cycle. We're aligning our planet and our solar system, are lining up with Aquarius, we're being bombarded with aquarian energies yes. and it's time for life to change. So I really liked your introduction and your 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 quotes. I thought they were great.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so so before we get to that, I just want to ask you real quickly, so what in your life kind of took you from being like a business person to kind of you know, immersing yourself in in very much the spiritual the spiritual world in these teachings?
3: Right. Well, I um I grew up a Christian and loved my church. I was going to be a preacher, and then you know how it goes. You get into high school and you get into college, (laughs) and life kind of catches up with you and pulls you along. And so I ended up in business. But I I never got away from my church for a while uh, and stayed active. And then I started looking around at some of the other religions, major religions of the world, and just kind of reading their information. And I found some of it to be useful and um, informative. And then and then Benjamin Krem, who I said last 45 years, 40 years was traveling the world, came to the United States and a friend told me about him mm-hmm. and said, you might want to go check him out. And so I did. I went to this big lecture that he had, It's a couple hundred people there. And most of what he said went right over my head, Sam. Mm -hmm. But I did catch enough of it to be interested and want to read his first book. So I did. Uh. Well, that book answered a lot of the questions my religion couldn't answer for me. And so I got interested in the Ageless Wisdom teachings. What's the name of that book? It kind of turned me more toward the general spiritual universe instead of a specific religion. And, and
0: what was the name of that first book
3: the first book was called the reappearance of the christ and the masters of wisdom
0: ah okay great and so when you refer to the ageless ageless wisdom teachings yes w- what does that mean
3: yeah that's a great question i'm glad you asked Um, the ageless wisdom is an ancient, ancient philosophy. It's not a religion. Mm -hmm. It's been passed down over the eons to humanity, verbally, of course, at first. The last two um, main presenters of the ageless wisdom teaching were were a woman named Alice A. Bailey, who wrote about 20 books (laughs) in the 1930s and 40s. That's the intermediate stage of the ageless wisdom. And then... Benjamin Krem, spelled C-R-E-M-E, um, he has about 14 books. They're available on Amazon. I'm not here to sell books. But, um, he released the latest information of the Ageless Wisdom philosophy. And it's a philosophy about who we are, why, and why we're here, and what we can do about that. It's a, it's a very practical philosophy. It's called esoteric or occult sometimes, and that may scare people off, but let me tell you, esoteric and occult mean exactly the same thing. They mean yes. hidden, right. and and it's information that has been hidden until it was released by these teachers, right. and so now humanity is at a point where we're ready to start um, absorbing and learning from some of the more recent ageless wisdom teachings to improve our lives and our life on the
0: planet. Right. And uh, Alice Bailey, who uh, I believe was part of the Theosophical, or one of the founders yes. of the Theosophical Society, and a lot of her teachings about the the um, Ascended Masters are really sort of uh, the beginnings of what's commonly called the New Age Movement. So yes. these are people who, who've had impact, um, a big impact, that we're now seeing come more and more mainstream, aren't we?
3: Absolutely, yeah. Alice Bailey um, wrote some wonderful books. Some of them are quite difficult to read. Yes. <laughs> um, a student of hers, a disciple of hers, put together a compilation of her books by topic. So you kind of look through the table of contents and read a topic and then read three or four paragraphs, pages, about what she had to say. That book is called Ponder on This. And, and there's mm-hmm. another one that's very similar called Serving Humanity. Those are the two, if anyone's interested in buying them, those are the two I would suggest people start with. For the Alice Bailey teachings. I'm, I'll tell you, though, Benjamin Kramer is much easier to read.
0: Yes, yes. No, Alice Bailey <laughs> was, was definitely somewhat cryptic. She's very, very hard to read. Okay, so let's move along because I really want to... We don't have a lot of time together. Um, you'd be surprised how quick an hour goes. Um, so you talked about a new world spiritual teacher that is about to come forward. Uh, how do we know this new world spiritual teacher is about to come forward? I mean, God knows we could use one, but yeah. but how yeah. do we know and how would we recognize it? That goes
3: it? to something I'd like to tell your listeners anyway right at the start. Right. A couple of things I'd like your listeners to know. Number one, please don't believe anything I say. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not here to convince my your listeners of that what I say is true or to argue with anybody. I'm just here to present my information. All I ask is that your listeners try to keep an open mind, which can be challenging because we all have the way we were brought up and our value system that we've created. But, But I... I don't want anybody to just take what I say and believe it, because that would be blind belief, and I can't recommend that to anybody. The second thing I'd like them to know is the source of my information, which we already touched on. It's something called the Ageless Wisdom Teachings, and the latest revealer is Benjamin Krem. I, I knew Benjamin Krem very well, spent hours and hours and hours with him oh. uh, when he came to the United States, and um, over about 25 years, I interviewed him three times on television, and um, uh, just a real practical kind of down to earth guy, he's the source of my information.
0: Okay. Okay, great. Um, and so, and and was he like Alice Bailey a uh, channel, or, or is this more um, uh, 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 just just uh, uh, his own sort of interpretation of things?
3: No, uh, actually, Alice Bailey started. Uh, Alice Bailey. What the Master, she was com- communicating with one of the Masters of Wisdom. They're called the Ascended Masters, yes. the Masters of Wisdom, the Custodians of the Ageless Wisdom, the Spiritual Hierarchy, the Kingdom of Souls, the Lords of Compassion. These are 63 great beings who have gone through evolution ahead of us, Earth's evolution. Uh, they were people like Mary, the Mother of Jesus, Jesus, mm. John, Peter, um, St. Saint Germain, Saint Joan Germain. of Arc these uh Krishna, Buddha, Confucius these are all great great beings that went through the evolution of Earth's humanity and then became permanent spirits as Jesus demonstrated when he died and ascended and became a spirit um, the same thing happened to all of them and they they've hung around thank goodness they've hung around planet Earth and are the inspiration behind the scenes for humanity's great steps forward so these are these great beings, and I forgot your question. I apologize.
0: Um, whether he was a channel himself, or, yes. or is this yes. more like interpretation?
3: Um, so Alice Bailey, that's why I introduced the masters. Alice Bailey was in touch with one of these masters.
0: Um, yeah, was it Dracul, and what I he think?
3: He did for her, he put like a screen in front of her eyes so that she could read his words, and then she wrote them down verbatim, word for word, what the master dictated to her in her 2020 20 books with benjamin Krem, he got a different training benjamin Krem was trained by his master he was put in touch with the one of the masters and that master taught him how to receive mental telepathy okay. and so it wasn't channel channeling is a little bit lower and a little bit less accurate yeah. um way of transferring information Telepathy is very, very pure and very, very exact. I mean, to the comma, to the semicolon, and so he dictated his information to Benjamin Krem through mental telepathy. Now, Benjamin Krem was fortunate because he was able to be in contact with this master basically every day, anytime he wanted to. So he asked lots of questions, mm. then he'd get the answer from his master, and of course, it was all published in his books and in a magazine called Share International. Which is a monthly magazine that he was the senior editor for, which is uh, published in about 40 countries around the world and has no advertising. It's just about the world teacher and about the positive steps forward that the world is taking right now and that people in the world are taking. So his contact was mental telepathy.
0: Gotcha. So uh, real quickly, we just have about you know 45 seconds before break. Yes. What was it about? You know what What Benjamin wrote or said or taught that really uh uh, uh um aligned with you or like uh, you know got you to sort of perk up and listen that touched you in a way that other teachings haven't touched you
3: yes, well, I think it's a combination you know <laughs> you don't you don't really know when your soul is is waking you up you can't really tell that that's happening, but I think it was partly that my soul grabbed onto that information and, and said, pay attention. But the biggest thing was it just made sense to me, Sam. Uh, I, it, was, okay. it was just real kind of practical information that I thought, you know, this makes sense. And it, and it doesn't really contradict with any of the world's religions. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, the Ages wisdom is so old, its tr- basic truths are said to underlie all of the world's religions. So I thought it just made sense.
0: Right. Okay, great. Great. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, I just want to remind my listeners and and my viewers on Facebook that if you would like to call in and ask Dick or myself any questions around this, our call-in number is 877-480-4120. Or if you're on the Facebook Live video, just type your questions into the comments field. We'll be happy to ask them. So, when we come back, we're going to get a little bit deeper into what actually Benjamin Cribb said about this world teacher who's coming and uh, what we can expect. So, stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages.
1: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
0: back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're speaking this hour with Dick Larson, a proponent of, I'm going to say, the ageless wisdom teaching. So uh, Dick, we, we, we started to touch, touched upon before in the last segment about how um, from Benjamin Krim, uh, this idea that there's a new world teacher about to emerge on the scenes. And we had this question from my engineer, Rob, in the studio here. Um, how soon are we going to know who this new world teacher is?
3: Yeah, great. Um, he's. I'm glad he asked. <laughs> I, that's a common question. Um, his personal name is Maitreya, which, mm-hmm. which means the happy one, the one who brings joy. Um, he would prefer, he told Benjamin Krem, he would prefer to just be called the teacher. Um, Benjamin called him the world teacher, because in this day of communication, satellites, and and so on, one being can talk to the whole world, one person can right. talk to the whole world all at once right. um, if it's coordinated. And that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen is he will have a worldwide press conference on radio and television where he will introduce himself. My best guess is that that will happen within the next two years. He's already being interviewed as an ordinary man uh-huh. on radio uh, and television television, around the world. He's had interviews in the United States. I haven't seen any of them. Mexico, South America, Russia, China. He he's had an interview with the BBC in London. And now he's over I think in in let's see, I think he's in China right now. He's had over two hundred interviews. Now he interviews as an ordinary man and I don't know what name he uses or whatever but Here's the deal. We have free will, Sam, as you know. and Even the masters aren't allowed to infringe our free will or tell us what to do or make us do anything. We need to recognize him, and what's eventually going to happen is the media representing humanity are going to say, wait a minute, you know way too much to be an ordinary person. Who are you really? Mm. And when that moment happens, then he will have what he calls his day of declaration. We'll all see him on TV. We'll hear him in the on the radio, even workers in the field will hear his words in their head telepathically, and he will address the world. Nobody knows exactly when or for how long, 25, 35, 45 minutes. But my best guess is that it will be within the next two years.
0: Uh, yeah, it's funny. That was my guess, because I've, I've always heard... Uh, that the year 2020 is considered the year of perfect vision. So I thought that might be the year. Um, but if he's listening, I'm just putting it out there. If you want to come on the Conscious Consultant Hour, happy to have you come on, on even beforehand. Um, so uh, let, let me ask you, Dick. The, the, sure. And I'm going to uh, couch this is from the perspective that I've heard and, and been taught things in the past that you know, as we're moving into the age of aquarius and as and you know as we move from the age of Pisces to aquarius these this is an eon this is a change that happens once every it's twenty six thousand years right well.
3: Actually, the solar system doesn't sit still. It moves in an elliptical orbit that right. takes about 26,000 years. But as it makes that orbit, it comes closer and closer to each of the 12 constellations of the zodiac. And when we get in the range of one and closest to one of these constellations, we say we are in the age of whatever that constellation is. Right. We've been close to Pisces for the last 2,200 exactly. years. Oh, right, 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 now, 2000. now we're get closer to Aquarius. And that age will last about 2,300 years, I'm told.
0: Right. So, but, but I mean, like, this is a change that happens every couple of thousand <laughs> yes. years, so it, if the change takes a period of time, it's not like all of a sudden, one day, boom, no, you, no, no. you move, it, it, it takes a period of time. And so the way it's been explained to me is that, you know, there's this old paradigm that we can see around the world very clearly of lack, of fear, of violence, of greed, that is starting to not be supported anymore, and as we move further and further into the age of Aquarius, sort of the Aquarian ideals of brotherhood, of sisterhood, of 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 working together, of of, of equanimity, um, that that's what the energy is starting to support more and more. But the old energies are are kind of they know, in a unconsciously, in a way, that their time is limited now, so they're sort of fighting for survival, and that's why things look so chaotic right now.
3: Sam, you're absolutely right. You said it beautifully. We are about halfway out of Pisces and halfway into Aquarius, mm. and every institution that we have was built with Piscean energy. Education mm. system, the healthcare system, the government, the religions, everything we have was built with Piscean energy, and Piscean energy is being withdrawn now. and so all of those systems are starting to collapse because they don't have any energy in them anymore they're becoming crystallized they don't work anymore they don't serve humanity anymore what we will do and what we need to do is rebuild those great institutions with the energies of Aquarius which are just what you said synthesis and cooperation Pisces created the individual, man has come out of the herd, individuality. Well, now what Aquarius will do is put that individual to the service of the group. Aquarian energy supports group action, not individuals. You won't have big individual leaders anymore. Benjamin Krestmaster even went so far as to say that the president of the United States would no longer be one person, it would be a panel of wise people. Uh, and, and it is about brotherhood and synthesis and the fact that we're all brothers and sisters of one humanity, one God by many names, if you believe in God, and you don't have to. Um, that's what Maitreya said. He said, don't believe in me. He said, just, I just have some suggestions to make. I'm a teacher. You have free will. You can either follow my suggestions or not. But you're, you nail it. Aquarius is a whole new era. And when those two energies, Aquarius and Pisces, are crisscrossing like they are right now on the planet, there's all this chaos. There's just what you said: the old conservatives in religion, in politics, in finance, in healthcare are hanging on for the very—they don't want anything to change. Whereas the new progressives that are coming into the world see the need for change, see the need to start working with each other uh, as one humanity.
0: Right, you said
3: right. it beautifully.
0: So, I mean, uh, you know, I know a lot of people are are kind of feeling that the, you know, that this this pulling of the tide, so to speak, in different directions. How long uh, did the uh, uh, Benjamin's teacher, Maitreya, say, like, how long will it be before we start feeling like we're more we're more in Aquarius than we are in Pisces? We're kind of like halfway now. So, So how long do you think? think it'll be before people start feeling like things are getting better
3: well sam it's already happening according to the masters we're changing way more than we realize and you you can see aquarius and aquarian energies at work just by marching in the streets people saved the the health care right. um just by marching in the streets people throughout the government over in in egypt um, and they just they just marched in the streets for three weeks, and the government resigned. <laughs> you know, and so that's Aquarian Energy supporting group action. The biggest thing we can do is act together as groups, march in the streets, um, and so on. And and so it's happening now. And the Master said that we are ready for the new teaching, which my will release to the world. The world teacher will release to the world. Um, he comes. He comes to fulfill all the prophecies of all the world's religions in one person. And mm. he can do that mm. um, because of worldwide communication. So each religious person will see to him as their leader. And he says, I come for everybody. If you're religious, great, I come for you. If you're not religious, I come for you, too. I come mm. for everybody. So it's happening now, and it will happen more and more. You'll see it more and more. I mean, look at how people were complaining about their their fellow citizens in America who couldn't get health care, who were turned down. I mean, that's standing up for each other. That's taking care of each other. That's Aquarius.
0: Right, right. Um, so there's also, the, there are a lot of prophecies, and a lot of people believe in the end of days, the end of the world. Right. W- what's the, the the view of that, according well, to the teacher according
3: to the Ageless Wisdom, each planet has seven rounds of of life. They're called rounds. Mm, okay. Each round is millions of years. Okay. And, and, and as, the pl- as we evolve humanity, so does the planet. The planet evolves because we're evolving. Mm. And so as we evolve, the planet evolves and eventually we'll become a perfect planet, and that means the people on it will be perfect. We'll be like all masters. Mm. But that's a long time in the future. Planet Earth is in the middle of the fourth round. So planet Earth is about halfway through its evolution. There's millions and millions of years left ahead. Um the the, the world teacher does not come to wave his hand over a desolate world. <laughs> that's not that's not the case at all. He comes to help us get back on track. We've lost our way. Mm-hmm. And so his first four priorities are feed everybody, house everybody, education for everybody, and health care for everybody. Real practical stuff. Mm-hmm. The human rights that no. the United Nations talks about. Those are his first four priorities. So,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, great. So then what can our listeners do as individuals? Like, are there any kinds of daily practices that he recommends? Are there any kinds of, uh, you know, just, just how we can show up in the world better to help to uh, align ourselves with the new energies and with these Aquarian ideals?
3: Yes. Be part of the people power. Be part of the people power that's asking for... asking us to take better care of people. Um, One of of the... March in the streets. um, Pray for... Don't pray for world peace. Pray for... You can pray for world peace. It's okay. (laughs) but Pray for people to start gaining insight into what needs to be done to turn our world around. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we have... We have some representatives in the U.S. government, for example, that want to keep things like they are, and we have some that say, you know, this whole thing isn't working. It's a problem. We need to fix it. You know, support those folks. Um, Just little things. Anything that involves service. Look for an area of need in the world and apply yourself. You can apply money to it. Money is a great spiritual tool when it's used properly. Um, You can... Walking across the street, you can pick up a piece of trash on the on the ground and drop it in the nearest waste basket. Keep the planet needs to be kept alive right now. It's dying.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're, we're poisoning lot, it. So yeah. there's
3: all kinds of ways to help. You can help in food lines. Any form of service will will help the planet. Number one and number two will help people grow spiritually.
0: Right, wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. So uh, we're going to take our last break of the show. And when we come back, I got a couple of tough questions for you. Okay. And uh, we'll see if any of our listeners uh, want to chime in with any questions. Again, our call-in number is 877-480-4120. A quick shout out to Melissa, Joe Sam, uh, Shannam, Jonathan, Himelda, and Chuck on the Facebook Live. Thank you guys for tuning in. All right. We're going to be back in just a minute. And we'll finish up with our interview with Dick Larson after these messages.
1: You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. TalkingAlternative.com
0: And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Dick Larson, a proponent, a counselor of the ageless wisdom teachings and of the, the world teacher uh, who should be coming on the stage in a few years, couple of years, hopefully, uh, Maitreya. Um, so, Dick, I want to ask you, like, things are, like, as we said, we're moving into the Aquarian age. Things are getting better. I have to ask the question that I know is on a lot of my listeners' minds. Then how did we end up with somebody like President Trump?
3: <laughs> we made a mistake. <laughs> we, we made a mistake. You know, the, the, the Electoral College is outdated. Yes. It served a purpose when it was created because right. they, could, they had no way of collecting all the votes nationwide. It, it, people were traveling by horseback and so on. And so it made a lot of sense to have... Elected representatives go and vote on behalf of the people, but those days are long gone. We can do really, really accurate individual counting of votes now nationwide, and that's the way it should be. So that's one of the biggest mistakes we've made is continuing the Electoral College. I don't see that happening much longer.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And you know a lot of people talk about now uh, you know no longer are conspiracy theorists labeled conspiracy theorists though some of them are um, but a lot of people just talk about the world elite those in power those who's either families or the self-made you know millionaires billionaires that you know when you're kind of and it just makes sense if you're on the top of the hill you want to stay on top of the hill of course and so they're doing a lot of things that aren't necessarily in alignment with these energies. And a lot of people feel disempowered because they're like, you know, what can I do? I'm just, you know, one little individual. These people have wealth and resources and influence. You know, what can we do in the face of that?
3: Well, we can continue to take action as a group, like I said. Um, Benjamin Krem and his master have said a couple things. They've said that it's time now for the average everyday person in the world to run the world. Mm. And the leaders will be in a position where they'll have to listen to us or we'll throw them out. Mm. And and they have to do our will. The will of the people, the everyday people will rule the world. Now, one of the things Maitreya has predicted is a tremendous, huge stock market crash. Uh. And once that happens, he says it won't be built back up. Uh... It, it'll, it'll remain very, 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 very low. And what's going to happen then is the distance between the haves and the have-nots is going to decrease tremendously, and it's going to create a level playing field. Those people in power, because of their wealth and their greed, are going to lose their power and their influence and their wealth. And what's going to happen is they're not going to be able to run the world anymore. And that's going to happen. The masters aren't going to make the stock market collapse. We are. The right. problem, my guess, is it's going to be an electronic glitch, because it, it, everything happens in microseconds now, the transactions right. on Wall Street, and in, in just like three minutes, the whole thing can just go bottoms up. Right. So that's one of the things he's predicted that will level the playing field and give the people more power, besides the fact that Aquarian Energy supports us. Right. People will find that. They'll find themselves energized if they start participating in some of these marches and group activities.
0: Wow, Okay. Um and uh, I'm curious cuz you know you've talked about some of his predictions. Are there any predictions that he had made in the past that had come true that we can point to and say, well, in you know 1950 he predicted this and it happened in 1979 or something like that? I
3: don't have the years in front of me right uh, now, but okay. I can tell you a couple of huge ones that okay. he said when Margaret Thatcher and some people may not remember this, but oh, when yes. Margaret Thatcher was at the height of her power, he said, she will be kicked out of office. She will resign in disgrace. And uh-huh. everybody just laughed, you know, while it happened. Yeah. Another thing he said is that apartheid would disappear in South Africa and that Nelson Mandela would be let free out of prison. He contacted Nelson wow. Mandela and said... I want you to write a letter to the president of South Africa asking that you be set free, because he was in prison for over 18 years, 28 yeah. years.
0: 20 People years, forgot
3: yeah. he was alive. Yeah. And, yeah. and he did. He said, God told me. He didn't know it was Maitreya. He said, God told me to write this letter. Sure enough, not only was he released from prison, he became president yep. of a country yep. that had apartheid, one of the worst prejudicial programs in the history of the world. Wow.
0: Wow. So those
3: are yeah. two that happened. Bingo. Mm-hmm. He predicted the reunification of East and West Germany. The Berlin Wall fell down. Out of nowhere, people just took picks and axes to it, and nobody shot them. They just let them uh, do it, and the uh, wall came down. Amazing.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was truly a moment I remember when that happened. Um, oops, I'm dating, dating myself. Um, I, I want to ask you, because um, I've I seen some references to what is Maitreya's quote-unquote star?
3: Oh, yeah. 2,000 years ago, when the baby Jesus, the teacher for the age of Pisces, who brought the teaching that God is love... By the way, Buddha brought the teaching that God, of God's wisdom. Jesus brought the teaching of God's love. Maitreya brings the teaching of God's will. He says you, humanity is now ready to seriously start doing God's will. Mm-hmm. That's his main message, and it's about us being brothers and sisters of each other. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the star, 2,000 years ago, there was a star, the star of Bethlehem, right. moved through the heavens and led the wise men... To Bethlehem and shine down on the baby Jesus so they could find the teacher for the age of Pisces. You know, the symbol for Pisces is the fish. Yes. There's two symbols for Christianity, the cross and the fish. That's no accident. Right. Um, well, that star announced the birth of the teacher for the age of Pisces. There is now a star in the sky that wasn't there in 1999. It came in, in about 2001, I think it was. It's up yeah, now, I live in Southern California. I see it to the west. You you folks mm. on the East Coast, um, aren't you on the East Coast? Yes. Yeah, yeah we're in New York you, City. You, I, you may see it to the west. I'm not sure. It's about a third of the way up. It twinkles like a star, um, and it's one of the brightest stars in the sky. And on a clear night, you'll see it. Make no mistake about it. You will see it. and It'll be in the same place every night. Just look for it. Oh, okay. And if you look real close, though, you'll notice it flashes colors. Oh. And that's because it is not a star, nor was the Star of Bethlehem a star. It is a UFO. Uh-huh. Now, our spiritual masters, our spiritual hierarchy requested that this UFO be built. The one uh, 2,000 years ago was three football fields big and twinkled like a star. This This one is five football fields big, and, Sam, there are four of them. One north, south, east and west, so no matter where you are on the planet, you will see it and it twinkles like a star. But if you ask it now the the, the pilots of these craft are telepathic, I've done it. I, I said, If you're the star, would you please move? And my wife and I were watching it. We were standing out in the street and it went down and over to the left and back and I looked at my wife and I said, Did that move or did I make that up? And she said, No, that moved. Oh, no. <laughs> so anyway, that's the star that announces it is announcing the imminent arrival uh, he's here, but the imminent day of declaration for the world teacher
0: who will be at
3: the head of humanity, at the, at the center of humanity for the next 2,000 years. He's, he's in a body that can't die, doesn't need to eat or sleep. And he will be countries when leaders will ask him questions and he'll answer them. And then we can, we have free will. We can do his follow his suggestions or not. Mm. But that's what the stars up there. And it's clear as a bell if you if you take a look.
0: Mm, OK, I got to take a, a look at that. <laughs> um, so we, we're coming to the end of the show. Uh, is there a, a place, a website, somewhere where people can go that if if some of the things that you've said have piqued people's curiosity, that they can go to learn more about these teachings and about this teacher?
3: Yes there is. Thank you for asking, Sam. It's www.shareshare-that's a dash mm-hmm. international all spelled out mm-hmm. .org, not .com. .org share-international.org. Um the face of the website it hasn't been updated yet so it's an old face, but I'm telling you it's loaded with information. There are pictures of miracles that have happened in every major religion. There are, there are interviews with Benjamin Krem and all kinds of good things on that website, uh, as well as more information about the world teacher.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. And if they want to get in touch with you and ask you questions or anything, can they get in touch with you through the website? Not
3: really. Okay. I'm, I'm just a volunteer. There are 4,000 of us around the world oh, that wow. are... Volunteers for Share International that are trying to get the story out so that people won't be too surprised when this big press conference happens. So, no, it, it's better that they – it's not about me. It's about the world teacher, and it's better if they go to the website and get their information. I'd love – if we have a minute, I'd love to tell people how they'll be able to recognize him when he comes on TV.
0: Yes, if you could do it, you got 30 seconds.
3: Great. Three ways. Number one, you will see his face, but his lips won't move. You'll hear his words in your head telepathically in whatever our native language is. Number two, while he's speaking, you'll feel the love of God in your heart, so powerful, more powerful than you've ever felt it in your life. Number three, after he's done speaking, there'll be press reports from around the world that while he was speaking, hundreds of thousands of people were miraculously healed. In these three ways, we'll know that this is the world teacher, and then we can either follow his suggestions or not. He does not come alone. There are other teachers coming with him, other masters of wisdom, one in each department of life, healthcare, business, religion, every aspect of life, to give us guidance. It's a great time to be alive, Sam.
0: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, Dick, listen, thank you so much for taking the time out to come on my show today. I appreciate what you're doing, and I appreciate your sharing the message with my audience.
3: Thank you. I love your show. Keep up the great work.
0: Absolutely, I will. And uh, let me know next time you make it to New York City. Maybe we'll get you here in studio. Thank you very much. All right. And thank you, my listeners, for tuning in and listening. Hey, do you think that this is crazy? Do you think there's something to this? Let me know. Feel free to reach out to me, Sam, at talkradio.nyc. Thank you for tuning in. Coming up next, we have a replay of uh, Ellen Lykin's show, Poker Divas, followed by a brand new uh, Our Daily Magic by Kai Cole, continuing her Healer series. I think is the third one in the series. So thank you all for tuning in. Great to see you. Talk to you. We will see you next week.
1: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
2: Hi, are you interested in blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies? Then tune in here on talkradio.nyc with me, David. Every Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time, as we answer your questions and interview great guests live on Internet radio on Building the Blockchain, where you can catch the blockchain revolution.
1: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings and conversations got you down? Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com.